The Catholic Church could soon face thousands of new sexual abuse claims. We'll explain why. Also, the number of American adults giving to charity is falling, and it might have to do with religion. We'll take a look at the numbers. And there's a new Christmas cover from Lecrae and the 116 crew that you've got to hear. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Clark Filippo. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or even an appealing online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and of course, powerful e-commerce tools. And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash relevant. All right, to tell us about today's stories, it's our publisher, Jesse Carey. Hey, Jesse. Clark, how's it going, man? Good, man. So uh, first up, uh, kind of a disturbing story here, but yeah. uh, let's start by discussing these new claims facing the uh, Catholic Church. So um, why why could so many new sexual abuse allegations uh, soon be made? Yeah, so uh, obviously for a little context here, you know, in, in recent years, there have been, you know, hundreds of allegations uh, of abuse by members of the clergy and priests um, and, and the Catholic Church and dioceses around the country have paid out, you know, tens of millions of dollars in settlements to these abuse victims. Um, but uh, up to now, uh, there has been statute of limitations that uh, limit how far back someone can make a claim of abuse. But across the country, 15 different states have recently decided to temporarily eliminate that statute of limitations, specifically for making legal claims of sexual abuse. Now, because of these new laws are taking effect in a state in, in large states like New York and California, individuals who were abused by priests and officials within the church as children, but never reported it, they finally have the opportunity to get some justice here. Wow. So do we know how many new claims could be coming? Well, the Associated Press recently did a deep dive into the effects of these new laws and how many victims could potentially be coming forward. What they did is they spoke to church watchdog groups, along with groups of lawyers who right now are, are trying to identify these victims. They estimate that around 5,000 people, many of whom were children decades ago when the abuse occurred, could be coming forward. I mean, some of these people that were interviewed in this kind of deep piece, uh, you know, were in their 60s or 70s mm. and were recalled repeated abuse by church officials when they were children, wow. but because it wasn't reported back, you know, in the 1950s or the 1960s, they've been unable to really have any justice all these years. So what lawyers are doing in, in several states are they're working to inform victims of these new policies because the suspending of these statute of limitations is only going to happen for a limited time. There's a limited window and then the statute of limitations go back into place. So groups of lawyers uh, are, are moving forward with TV ads and billboards that directly are asking people across the country, were you abused by the church? Wow. So how much do the experts think that the church could be paying victims? Well, you know, it's hard to predict, uh, but if the number is around 5,000, if the, these are around 5,000 new claims across wow. these 15 statements, uh, 
across these 15 states. If you use previous settlements as a precedent, uh, you know, the, the several hundred thousand dollars were paid out per individual in a lot of these cases. Uh, so by the calculations that the AP and the, the lawyers that they consulted, uh, by their calculations, it could be in the neighborhood of about $4 billion that we paid out by dioceses around the country. Wow. Well, uh, shifting gears, uh, coming off the heels of Giving Tuesday, there's been some interesting analysis of giving numbers in the U.S. What does it tell us? Yeah, so that's right. So for a little, again, a little bit of context here, Indiana University Lilly Family School of Philanthropy and Vanguard Charitable, they recently released the findings of new research analysis that shows that actually fewer Americans are now giving to charity. In fact, what they found is that the number of American adults who gave to charity dipped significantly from 2000, from the year 2000, it was about 66% of adults gave to charity in the year 2000, uh, all the way down to 53 in the most recent mm. analysis of the numbers in 2016. So over a 16-year period, that's a that's a pretty significant fall. For context, from 66% down to just, uh, just over half of adults giving to charity, that comes out to about 20 million fewer households, mm. 20 million households. Clark, wow. that are now uh, uh, fewer households that are now giving to charitable causes. Yeah, that's quite a lot. So do we know what's behind this decline? Well, you know, I think a lot of people's intuition would probably think that economic forces are at play. But some of the analysis, uh, the analysts at the site MarketWatch have noted that money in the economy and income and things like that probably aren't the main factors. Instead, some of the experts actually say that a decline in faith and religion, not necessarily market trends, this was making people less generous. The analyst at MarketWatch noticed the correlation between the lack of giving and the rise of the number of Americans who describe themselves as either atheists, agnostics, or nothing in particular when asked to self-identify about their religion. Uh, one of the, the authors, uh, one of the study's co-authors uh, put it like this uh, when addressing this correlation. Attending, uh, attending services is correlated with giving to religious organizations, but it's also correlated with giving to secular groups. So the decline in religion, obviously, and the, the decline in people attending churches, that's obviously going to result in a lot less people giving to churches. But the, the same people that give to churches are also likely to support non-religious organizations. So they're taking the hit, too. Uh, in terms of uh, another sort of wrinkle in this study, they found that millennials are actually... Uh, uh, they found that millennials actually give less of their own incomes away than the previous two generation. That's Generation X and Baby Boomers. But though religion could be a factor in there, you know, a lot of the analysts say that fall might actually be because be because of the economy, and particularly when a lot of millennials were first getting settled as adults. They didn't have yeah. the luxury of disposable incomes, especially ones for grad who were getting out of college right around the time of the Great Recession. So it's an interesting look at the numbers, uh, but hopefully numbers that will soon turn around right so finally uh we've got a new song by the uh, 116 crew yeah, man. So Reach Records just released uh, an album called The Gift, a Christmas compilation. Uh, now, Clark, you a big Christmas music guy? I, I get in there uh, with some of the classics. Yeah. 
Okay, so when you're, you know, let's say you are decking the halls this evening. Right. You are uh, uh, throwing decorations onto the tree. You're wrapping presents with a giant bow, sipping some eggnog. What, what's the banger? What's the one you put on? Is it like the Mariah Carey album? What's the What's mm. the Christmas album that, that's your go-to when you're when you're getting it all ready? I, I, Clark, I have a prediction, if you don't mind, <sighs> sure. that I'm going to guess. Sure. Clark, I feel like you're probably throw on one of those old school tooth and nail Christmas compilations. Ooh, yes. Yeah, man. Happy Christmas. Uh, you got to get up. Five Iron Frenzy was on there. Yeah. Amberland. Uh, and yeah. yeah, yeah. Man. Well, if people are looking for a really cool new Christmas compilation album, check out this one from all the 116 artists over at Reach Records. We want to play a clip of a live version. It's a take on Joy to the World. The, the, the song is actually called Joy. It's from Abe Parker and Lecrae. Here is a live version that was just uploaded to YouTube of the song The Joy. Already in the Christmas. I'm feeling it, man. Just from that clip. I I just hung my wreath and (laughs) it's feeling great. Oh, that's it's good to hear. That's a wreath hanging. That's a wreath hanging it, it, it's a, it, that, That's a, that's how you know it slaps. Right. If, if it inspires you to hang a wreath. So yeah. So check it out. You can you can see that uh, clip over the full video on relevantmagazine.com. All right. Well, thanks, Jesse. Thanks, Clark. To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook and Instagram. At at Relevant Magazine. We're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily.